Welcome to the Nostalgia Test Podcast, the show where two longtime friends put their mainstream pop culture past to the ultimate test, the Nostalgia Test. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of the Nostalgia Test Podcast. I'm Dan Dissinger here in LA, and I'm here with my longtime friend and co-host, Manny Coelho, there in New York. Manny, how are you on this fine evening tonight? Good, good. What's going on, guys? Guys, if this is your first time at the Nostalgia Test Podcast, this is where we put our pop culture past to the test. Dan and I decide whether or not something stays nostalgic or it passes the nostalgia test, which means that it is still enjoyable today. And just to be in on the conversation after the episodes, you know, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Nostalgia Test. And on Twitter, at Nostalgia Test, come to the website, sign up for the email, suggest the test, and the website address is thenostalgiatest.com, or go old school and email us at thenostalgiatest at gmail.com. Wow, Manny. All right. So now we're at a new episode today. Woo! New episode. And it is not a movie, ladies and gentlemen. No. It is not a movie. I feel like we always, like, when we get to the non-movie episodes, we're just like, Boom! Not another movie. Not that I. <laughs> not that I, I don't. Think it's love funny. Them. It almost is like everybody's like, "Why don't they like doing movies?" Like, no, it's because oh. movies are. Uh, there's so many of them, and I think they're not that they're easy to do because they're not. And we no. we go we go hard on them. <laughs> we, go that, we go deep. We go deep. When we do another test, it's like usually lists, and oh, I, I like the lists. I like that we got to do five different videos today. Even though it wasn't a movie, it was still videos. So. And I like yeah. this one. Yeah, and Dan I came think, up with this one, ladies and gentlemen. Dan, what was it? What was it? Well, today we are, in a way, continuing what we've done, what we did from episode fifteen with our guest host Jess Stanisic. Shout out to Jess Stanisic, um, where we, on episode fifteen, we looked at the best R and B videos from the nineteen ninety five VMA Awards, and today. We are going back in time to 1995 again to the VMAs, and we're looking at the category Best Alternative Video. And in that category are some heavy hitters. I mean, this was, a, to me, just like the R&B category, a heavy hitter category. Um, we have Stone Temple Pilots with Interstate Love Song, Hole with Doll Parts, Green Day's Basket Case Video, The Cranberries' Zombie, and Weezer with Buddy Holly. Uh, Manny, thoughts right out the out the gate on this. Thoughts right out the gate. I was excited. Um, I don't rem- I mean, I kind of remembered the videos. Of course, I remember the songs. Definitely into like definitely in the 90s, man. Those are that was that I don't know, man. I, I hate to say rock is dead, but there was some great rock and alternative yeah. rock coming out of yeah. that time. I love growing up in the 90s and i loved all the alternative rock that was out there so i was excited to go in here so we're putting obviously the videos to the test yeah um yeah but obviously you know we're allowed to talk about the the song itself yeah as well there's one that i didn't really like at all (laughs) i don't know which one you're talking maybe we're talking about the same one because when i put it on i was like here we go i was like man this is a throwaway (laughs) they did they definitely didn't win i'm not gonna say who won um but but uh, but yeah. we could start off with that one Let, uh, okay we, yeah. we could both say it at the same time okay um, we, we want to say the band or or the uh the song let's say the band 
Okay, okay, ready? ready? Hopefully, it's the same. Hopefully, <laughs> if it's the it same. isn't, uh, we're gonna be in trouble. But <laughs> okay, you know, here we go. Ready? ready? One, One, two, two three, three. Oh. Stone Temple top pilots. <laughs> what? <laughs> no way! No that way! You so didn't funny. like Cole? Oh. You didn't like it? Oh man! I hate that video. Really? Uh, yeah, and I hate man. That. You know that video was actually made by the same person who did uh, um, Teen Spirit? Dude, wait. Can we just say we suck? <laughs> First, I can't believe that you like this Stone Temple Pilots. Count off correctly, like, yeah, one, it, two, whatever. Three, Doesn't four, matter. Who cares? I actually was really thinking you were going to say Stone Temple Pilots. I was like, uh, meh. I was so done I, with this. I do think it's funny, like that you say that. And I think it was a hard thing, kind of like, and this is such a weird comparison, that like, like the sitcom theme song episode, so many songs have such a close, I have such a close relationship with these songs that it was hard for me maybe to discern between the video. So maybe you'll, you know, be able to convince me that maybe this okay. first one, Interstate, Interstate Love Song uh, by Stone Temple Pilots uh, wasn't that great, so... Well, I think the song itself I didn't like, but I'll okay. say that I like the intro to the film because it kind of reminded me of um, Smashing Pumpkins, the one when they did the moon over the moon thing tonight. Was it tonight? They yeah. did that. Uh, it was kind of like that silent film look. So the yeah. intro was great. I like that whole like kind of look like he was Dracula slash Charlie Chaplin type of ish silent yeah. film. You know, his nose kept getting longer and longer throughout the yeah the thing um but then the song didn't do anything for me so that song doesn't do it like interstate yeah, the song itself and the rest of the film the rest of the video mm-hmm. um i hated the coloring i thought they should have was- kept it they should have <laughs> kept it you liked it no i thought i was watching an unofficial video like i was like wait this is the official video right i was uh, i was confused by the coloring but then it was so 90s in that way and also stone temple pilots like i feel like that felt like the band like i was like okay now i i'm back in that that mode you know what i mean it took me a little bit to get inundated back into that alternative space uh for the video as well so i was like okay but the coloring is correct actually got it okay okay so you so you like this song like did it bring back any memories for you oh yeah i mean i love this song i had this i i had this tape this tape i had this cassette tape (laughs) Did you? And, uh, yeah. Oh, man, I've had this tape. We get to another one. I had that one. But I love this song. I like STP. I know a lot of people didn't like. People like some couple pilots, but I think they came during. I can't believe you just said STP. <laughs> you know, you know, you like us. You know, you like Stone Temple Pilots when you say the 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 acronym. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking okay. yeah, a little facts like Stone Temple Pilots, <laughs> also known by the initials STB, STP, is an American rock band from San Diego that originally consisted of Scott Weiland, rest in peace, uh, and brothers Dean DeLeo, Robert DeLeo, um, and Eric Kretz. The band's lineup remained unchanged from its formation in 1989 until the firing of Weiland in 2013. And, you know, they've had a ton of hits. They have had a really good amount of albums. And then unfortunately, Scott Weiland, like many, you know, lead singers and many people from the 90s, um, just got into drugs really heavy and it kind of uh, became the downfall for them. Um, Yeah, what's up with that? Is it like where people grew up or like just because of that generation, like the drugs were that hard? Dude, I... Because like other rock bands before them, 
think about it. Like they've been, they're still around. There's a lot of them still around. You know, there's yeah. still a lot of them still around, still freaking rocking out. Yeah. And they're like falling apart. You know, like <laughs> Mick Jagger, I don't know how he's still alive. I was going to say, do you want to name names? Fucking... <laughs> because I like, this guy name. must have sold his soul to the devil oh, and like God. is being, you know, puppeteered. Just kind of like being John Malkovich, who's been, you know, being John Malkovich type of shit. Like, who yeah. is still stringing this man along? That's like, what bothers me about the '90s. That there's so many people that were during the '90s, like killing it, and then died or died recently, like when Chris Cornell died a few years ago. Uh, that really hit me hard. And I think when I went into watching this video, I went into a '90s kind of like video hole, and then came up with um, something from Chris Cornell and and things like that. And I was just like, man, that you're right. Like what you said in the beginning of the show that like maybe rock is dead. I don't know. Like, because it definitely doesn't make the impact that it did in the nineties that, that those bands were, were just amazing. I mean, even when we get to some of these other ones, we have some things to say about even just the sound that I was reminded at how heavy some of these songs were, you know, that when you don't feel well or depressed a little bit, yeah, you're having a shit day. You yeah. want to listen to the shit song. Like this is, <laughs> Even though, like, you would think you'd want to hear, like, something more, like, upbeat, you're like, no, I want to get in. I want to I want to have somebody relate to me so I know I'm not alone. And I think that's what it's like, you know, like, you want to get all the awfulness out yeah. by listening to awfulness. And, like, a lot of these songs, man, I was like, whoo, these are, these are dark songs. But at the same time, great, you know. But down, but see, like Stone Temple, like Interstate Love Song sounds more upbeat than most, like than like most songs that came out of that era. You know what I mean? And I think that's the thing that people kind of didn't like about Stone Temple Pilots was that they were a little too uh, polished than other bands like Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and stuff like that, and Nirvana that came out earlier than them. And a lot of people felt like they put on that sound. Um, oh my God, there it is. And so just a little bit of video. The music video is directed by Kevin Kerslake, was a washed out color effect throughout the majority of the video and features a long nosed protagonist escaping from an unseen pursuer. The protagonist's nose grows longer throughout the video, similar to Pinocchio, to symbolize the theme of lying in the song lyrics. At the beginning of the video, an early 1900s silent film-esque clip of the protagonist is shown. I mean, that's a little bit, that's a little bit of the uh, the video. Yeah, and I, I like that part of it. I, I thought that was, <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess, I, I guess what got me, and again, yeah. we're just doing the video, was the song. Like, mm. I don't know why. I don't hate the song. It's just, yeah. it didn't hit me right. Yeah, I, I could see that. I, I but the video itself is good. I don't think it it. I think it deserving of a of a VMA. I mean, I guess I think it was interesting the the coloring and the um, the silent film part in the beginning and how that was all de- you know developed. But it's funny, like a lot of these videos are of the bands playing, and that's yeah. so that's so like old school and I love that. And I miss that from videos, you know what I mean? And I'm looking at it now. It's so stylized, you know, they look like a nineties band, like they're, they're nineties to the core, but this video is so weird. <laughs> it's just weird. No, it is. It's very, like I said, like very Charlie Chaplin type of thing. Yeah. And yeah, they, they definitely love putting the band yeah. in singing somewhere, either in the scene or let's just do the band. Which, like, 
that in episode 15 that we did, there was some of that. I know, like Jade did that, like they were dancing or like yeah. <laughs> um, was voice to men. <laughs> Don't let the water run dry when they're just like, just showing them. Yeah. Um, but then I liked more of like the performance aspect and having more of a story where this had kind of both. Uh, but yet I was okay with just the bands in some of these videos. Like yeah. in the future videos, the two that I loved the most yeah. was really just about the two bands playing. Like yeah. in every every part of the of the video. What was so funny was during this as the video is going, I'm trying to like ground myself in it, but it's like the way it's shot is kind of like you know how like the shield is shot and like yeah. in that really gritty kind of handheld way. And yeah. I'm just like I felt like I was like, all right, am I not focusing? Like w- what's happening? And and there's like close ups, like I'm watching him like throw cards. I'm like, I don't know what that scene's for, or yeah, I like. Don't know. You know, and then all of a sudden, one of my favorite things, and it reminded me of episode 15, is a helicopter came out of nowhere in the desert. And yeah. they're driving through the desert. I'm like, man, here it is. He's driving this shitty car. And then a the helicopter. Heli that was crazy. Man, was, was it just easy to get a helicopter? Dude, it was like the, it was a thing. It might have, it, it might have not even been a helicopter. It could have been a crane shot. I don't know. I'm looking at it right now and I've, I'm waiting for that helicopter. There it is. No, the helicopter flies out of nowhere. It's not like even the helicopter oh, shot. Do you see it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and it, that is just a huge, that's a lot of money to get a helicopter to kind of, cause that, that helicopter's there all day. You know, it's not just doing a flyover and then that's the end. You know, it's just like that thing is there all day long. But the video is really trippy too. I mean, cause it gets to that point where like he's wearing that pink jacket or, you know, whatever he's wearing. And then all of a sudden, that color is like predominant in like the uh, in the video. So there's a lot of color changes as well, which is really interesting. Sure. No, I mean, I, okay, I'm I'm coming back to it as a film. It is it is a good. It's it's better. I'm looking at it again. You know, I'm gonna be honest. I only like looked at it twice, and you know, <laughs> and I was like, I hate this song. Let me move on. I'm gonna study the other ones more. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, I get like I said, it has a beginning, like guys being chased at the end. You're not really sure what happens. The car is upside down. Now he's like, yeah, you know, on top of the car, and you're just like, did he get caught? I don't know. I want to know how he got to the desert. I mean, because it literally looked like he was in a city, and then all of a sudden he's like running in the desert. It, we're in looked, the city, and now we're in the desert. <laughs> you know, it looked really, really um, fear and loathing in Las Vegas, like those yeah. driving scenes. Like that's what it really like looked like. Might have been. I mean, the guy could just be tripping. So uh, are we going to test this at the end or test now? I think we test now. We test now. Okay. We think about like, does this pass a nostalgia test? Meaning is it still, is it nostalgic? Is it just stay in the nineties and visit sometimes? Or hmm. do we think that this is still good? I would say it's barely nostalgic. Um, <laughs> it could stay in the nineties. I'm not going to go watch it again. So, but it's nostalgic. It hasn't. Yeah. Hit that. It's definitely, it's definitely like, this is a nineties video that alternative bands were doing and stuff yeah. like, so it does remind me of all their nineties videos. It just doesn't do anything else for me. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's barely nostalgic, but I'm going to agree that it has a strong sense of nostalgia for me. And I think that for, though, and that's it. And I think though, even though I enjoy Stone Temple Pilots, and like I said, I enjoyed the video and I enjoyed watching it and I enjoyed listening to them. They don't have too much replay value for me. So for me, it does remain nostalgic. It brings me to that. It brings me to a certain moment. Uh, and that's really it. And just, yeah, I mean, still though, like, you know, rest in peace, Scott Weiland. I mean, and, 
everyone else from the 90s, Lane Stanley from Alice in Chains. I mean, it, it was just a, it just became pretty depressing at some point, I think, the 90s. That's what I remember. I mean, think about how- Yeah, they like, need to all start just watching their like own videos to maybe feel better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but think about how many people we lost to from the 90s, like even before Oof. 2000. I mean, even the lead singer in a sublime, Bradley Noel. I mean, that was tragic as well. Like the 90s. Yeah, I mean, it'd be crazy to see like a study of like, what was wrong psycho like mentally or like what 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 <laughs> what did parents do wrong in that generation I or, or i don't know man like, all right so stone temple pilots remains nostalgic on to so, video number two whole doll parts yeah, so i like this video somewhat it came it was like i mean it reminded me even though this came out afterwards was like blair witchy like yeah where it was like you're not really sure where they're filming you're not really sure what the hell is going on it is really depressing yeah it, it i i didn't mind it i am uh, i think the problem for me is this it's very repetitive do you know what the i mean video like, the video and also okay. the song and and like and I didn't know how many times. Okay. I don't. I didn't know how many times she would. She really said. According to Love said, uh, "Was that you or whatever?" I can't even say the lyrics. I have no idea. That was a horrible impression. That's actually probably not a bad impression. I don't know what you just said. <laughs> I didn't think of the lyrics of this because it's like well, that one part where she just says it like five or six times. And I'm just like, oh, and someday you will ache like I ache over. And oh, she said it like three or four times. It sounded like she said it forever. She also at one point says, I want to be the girl with the most cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she goes, I want to be the girl with the most cake. And then she goes, I love him so much, it just turns to hate. I fake it so real, I'm beyond fake. And someday you'll ache like I ache. And then she says that four more times. Mm. I think I just have a lot of not... Do you not like her? Because Kurt like Kurt. she might have been like the reason for Kurt Cobain. To like... I, I, I saw the song, I heard the song, and I was like, I feel like this is a song that Kurt Cobain could have written. And yeah, a lot of people are saying that it like both of these bands were kind of very similar. And I'm like, wow, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, but the video it reminded me of like something that Marilyn Manson would do, but with more sunlight. Yeah, I I mean, I didn't particularly love the video. I I didn't mind the song too much, but the video itself was kind of bland. It it also was like there were at least with Stone Temple Pilots. Now that we're going over it, there was somewhat of a storyline. This is nothing like <laughs> she's just, I mean, she's in pain, obviously, right? She's in a room yeah. curled up. She yeah. also sees herself as a kid curled up alone in a room holding doll, you know, like, so nothing has changed. So she's in, did she ever really grow up? I mean, yeah. but it's only just her and then like the band and yeah, I get it. And there's not much going on here. I mean, the crane yeah. shots are nice. I mean, the dolly shots are all right. Yeah, I mean, she wrote this apparently in 1991, soon after she met Kurt Cobain, um, and has admitted that its lyrics were about her insecurity of his romantic interest in her. 
and went on to become one of the band's most popular songs, peaking on the U.S. Billboard uh, Modern Rock tracks at number four, and is considered by fans and critics alike as one of Hole's signature tracks. I, I would agree. I mean, yeah. when I think of Hole, I think of this song. Um, I didn't know the name of the song until like I saw the name of the song. Uh, but had zero idea that this was the name of the song. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What the hell is Dial Parts?" And why is Dan making me watch this? And then I was Dude, like, "Oh, it's this song." Yeah, on <laughs> why is Dan making me? <laughs> Dude, uh, like on Wikipedia, there's a picture of the doll, and it's the doll symbolism and a child resembling Kurt Cobain. So the child resembles Kurt Cobain are prominent in the song's music video. So it was like the kid's supposed to be Kurt Cobain, and she's the doll. Sure. I guess this is a fucked up relationship. Oh yeah, 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 totally. It might, yeah. I don't want to go into some conspiracy theories here, but poof, there's been a lot yeah. <laughs> over this yeah. t- these two. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad video, but I think I was bored by it because I think the song was boring. So like the and it, it gets it definitely gets boring, just yeah. like the conversation about this. <laughs> So we're gonna move on. We're gonna get. We're just gonna put this right to the test. Like some things deserve a little bit longer, Dan, and this doesn't. Yeah. Because yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, I'm gonna take it back. And Stone Temple Pilots has gone above this one because at least Stone Temple Pilots had some storyline going on. It had some life to it. it. Had some smiling. It had something. Not that every video has to have someone smiling in it or some like happiness or any sort of light. But it, I was bored. I, I don't even think I watched the whole video. All right. So I guess uh, now is it nostalgic though? <sighs> I'm going out on a limb and I'm saying no. I don't like it. I don't think I'll ever want to see this ever again. This has zero <laughs> replay value for me. I'm saying I, I would say this song is a little bit more nostalgic. The video itself is out not even getting on nostalgia yeah yeah the video yeah. i didn't even remember it at all like i like i said like you said doll parts i'm like what the hell is this <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine it's like i would love if this was the episode where mike was on it's like all right mike did you watch doll parts it's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right next one what do you so want that way so you're so it's bad for you too bad it's bad it doesn't even get to nostalgia you know what's funny? As we're going through this now, if I compare this to the R&B category, there's a lot of depression in the alternative rock category. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> maybe that's why what one won. Now that I'm rethinking it, I'm just like, yeah, maybe they had to make sure that, that whoever, the, the person, the band that won the, the VMA for this won. Because if they gave it to any of the other bands, minus yeah. the, the band we're about to talk about, um, they would have been like, this is depressing and horrifying. We're already giving waterfalls. <laughs> I think we have to liven up, liven this up a bit. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, it's, oh, <laughs> it's so depressing. This one's really bad. All right, there was so someone that said, there was a comment. They yeah, said something ahead. about like 90s alternative is like a Sunday uh, right before you know you have to go to work the next day or something like that, and how <laughs> shitty you feel. <laughs> Yo, that is so right, because when you think of some of the other bands, like even bands that I love from the 90s that like made amazing songs like Soundgarden, like if you listen to Black Hole Sun, it's not like you're getting psyched up. It's like, 
Black hole sun, won't you come <laughs> to wash away the rain? I'm not going to go like, all right, I'm ready to go. Pumped up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out there. Jeremy Spoken. Like, I mean, I'm not listening to Jeremy and being like, all right, yeah. it'll be a good day. No, like I said, this is like melancholy when you're feeling melancholy. Yeah, I'm uh, glad that Jeremy, when did that song come out? Let's never do that video. No, I'm not putting that to the test, even if someone suggests it. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry, people. So, Just next one, I would say let's do Green Day. Yes. Okay. Green yeah. Day's Basket Case. Yes. Now, I thoroughly remember this being one of my favorite albums, one of my favorite videos, and one of my favorite albums. Did you have this on tape? Yes, I did. You did? So you had the blue tape, right? Yeah. No, is this that? was great. Oh, yeah. I mean, I loved the video. I thought it was really colorful. I liked the whole story, how they set yeah. each of them up yeah. individually at different points of the song. I thought it was great. He looks like a maniac. Dude. He looks it. insane. He looks like he belongs <laughs> where, where this takes place. I th- and I thought it was great. I thought the direction of this video was great. Like, I would have to say this almost might have been a winner if it Since? wasn't for the reason why who won won. I know uh, why. Yeah. But yeah. But I'll bring that up then. But this is great. The shots in this were phenomenal. Oh, I yeah. Think. I love this. I think, I mean, I know some people probably hate this video or like have some choice words about Green Day, but like Dookie was a great album. I mean, I remember listening to the whole album and, and reading the lyrics and not that, you know, not that everything was anything was so profound, but like that it was just cool to have a blue tape. That was fun. I remember opening yeah. that case. I'm like, holy shit, the tape is blue. The tape is blue. Oh not white or clear. I know. I'm like, oh my God. I remember talking they about must have paid a lot more money for that dye, oh, you know, for like absolutely. the blue dye. Of course they did. And yeah. they're like, we don't care. We're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love, and the name of that album is so funny. That's called Dookie. And I remember talking to someone about it and they're like, that band, the band, the album's called Dookie. I'm like, yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's so exactly. Oh no, they God. were definitely punk rock. I mean, they were so young yeah. when they did this too. He looks so young. I know. I feel old while looking at this. Right? Like, you know? I mean, I'm looking at it and I'm just like, oh my God. First of all, you know, if you don't know anything about Green Day, I mean, for, for, for posterity, I guess, for like when people are listening to this uh, 100 years from now, that uh, Green Day is an American rock band <laughs> formed in the East Bay of California in 1987 by lead vocalist and guitarist Billy Joe Armstrong and bassist and backing vocalist Mike Dern. For much of the band's career, they have been a trio with a drummer, Trey Cool, who replaced Johnny. Kiff Meyer in 1990 before the recording of the band's second uh, studio album, Kerplunk. Uh, touring guitarist Jason White became a full-time member in 2012, but returned to his role as a touring member in 2016. Green Day's been around forever. This video, as well, is probably one of their most important songs, I would say, only because they solidified them as like as a band. I mean, it's, it's huge. It's, it's, Dude, not even just a band. I mean, these guys, I would say this went pop, right? Oh, like even though this was alternative rock like this is one of the bands that hit pop like pop alternative rock kind of paved the way from to like blink 182 good charlotte you know like all those guys green day was there first yeah uh, absolutely 
And this, the, you know, the music video was directed by uh, Mark Core. The video was filmed at an actual mental institution called Agnews Deve Developmental Center in Santa Clara County, uh, California, at the request of the band members. The mental institution had been abandoned, but most of the structure remained in a broken down state. The band members found old patient files, deep scratches in the walls, and dental molds scattered around. The video frequently references the films One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest in Brazil. The music video was originally filmed in black and white, and color was added in later by Mike Dern. Trey Cool confessed it on the Green Day video special at Daily Motion, uh, contributing to the surreal effect of the video. However, the patients of the mental institution remain black and white in the video. So there we That's go. cool. Yeah. That's why it was so interesting. Like, the coloring was so, like, I was like, man, the set design is insane. That's even, that's cooler that they even did that, that they were able to add the color to the black and white. The, the one thing I do remember about this video, I was like, man, that drummer is fast. Um, yes. But then when I started learning guitar, I started figuring out that all of their songs had the same chords in it. <laughs> well, <album>. I mean. <laughs> it was all the same power chords. It was amazing. I loved it. I loved it so much. It was the same one over and over again. Of course. And that's why it was like, it was very likable to the ear. You know, it's like. Oh, uh, yeah. It's great. I mean, dude, there's so many like great little things. Like, do you notice that the mic is taped on? The mic is taped. right, yeah. like taped on as if like if they were insane, they don't want them to take the mic and do yeah. something with the mic. You know, like there was so much great detail to this video where they're just taking the pills. Uh, one guy's trying to escape, it, and he looks insane. Billy looks insane. His eyes oh, yeah. look insane. Yeah. yeah, the whole video, the song itself was written by him about uh, panic disorder um, and anxiety before he was even diagnosed with it. Um, so it was things that he was going through, apparently, to kind of like, you know, that he couldn't, I guess, verbalize or understand about himself. So I guess he wrote this song. Wow. Yeah. You know. I mean, this is one of the songs that definitely wasn't melancholy. So much more energy than the other two songs that we have played. I mean, I guess Don't Step the Pilot had some energy in it. That part was the slowest of them all. It's funny. The song itself is about someone who's going mentally crazy, but I felt so much energy in it. I think watching that video brings me back to that album. And I'm like, oh, I want to go back to that whole album because there were so many good songs on it. Yeah. Um, no, definitely. This, this video is the perfect advertisement to this album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I loved how, like, the cover of that album was, like, all those little, like, the way that it was, like, illustrated. Mm -hmm. um, but this song definitely propelled them into crazy, crazy fame. Yeah, I mean, dude, they made a Broadway show about them. Yeah, that's out of it. That's crazy. I mean, it's crazy how big these guys are. And Billy, they're still making music. I, I don't know yeah. if it's, like, great, but, I mean, yeah, it's pretty, still pretty good. I mean, they're still relevant. There are some bands still doing it, like 311 still out there making albums and touring and stuff like that. But, you know, it's a funny story. So um, the lead singer in this band, Billy Joe Armstrong, uh, we have a friend, Matt Airy. Shout out to yes. whatever he is. He used to love this one singer from another from this band called Degeneration, was a punk band. And the singer was called Jesse Mallon. And he was obsessed with Jesse Mallon. And <laughs> I remember going to a Jesse, <laughs> Jesse Mallon show in New York City. At what was called, um, there was a small music venue, I think, on the Bowery. And maybe it's called the Bowery. But, like, it was so small. And I remember going there to see Jesse Mallon. And in the middle of a set, Billy Joe Armstrong came out. And what? if you could imagine how small this place was, it was basically 
like two one bedroom apartments put together. That's like the floor. And that's how close you could get to like Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. Really? Yeah, that was. You were there. Yeah, I was there. What did he do? So he just like played a song with him? Yeah, he played one of uh, Jesse Mallon's songs, which I don't remember. Maybe it was Degeneration, the song. I'm not, I'm unsure, you know, for lots of reasons I don't remember. But it was pretty cool to see. I mean, to to really see someone that close that's like that super famous. I mean, especially yeah. music. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, but that was really cool. But yeah, that was that's my Billy Joe Armstrong story. Nice. I like it. I mean, Jesse Mallon's story. Jesse Mallon. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to say uh, we can put this to the test. And this thing, in my opinion, this video definitely passes just be, being nostalgic. It is still a good video. It is a classic rock alternative video. Visually, it's great. So I think it definitely would be liked today and also a great advertisement to go and listen to the album. And yeah. which we should put to the test definitely yeah. in a future episode. Yeah. Um, because the albums, this is just the icing on the album is this yeah. song. Yeah. Cause we love putting icing on albums. I mean, it's really, sure. really tasty. <laughs> Little cherry on top, whipped cream, icing, whatever. I don't know. I don't but know yeah, why I, I even, why did I compare it to <laughs> donuts? Donuts. <laughs> icing. I don't know. What, what else do you put icing on? Cake. Yeah, that's the doll song. She <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. I think this totally passes. I will love to watch this again. I think it's hilarious. I just think it's funny as well. It's really fun to look at. And the songs I like the song. So I think it's a good marriage between the video and the song. Now, do you wanna go with the winner or do you wanna go with I guess we could go let's doesn't matter. Let's do zombie. Yeah. Let's do by the cranberries. By the this video, woo, this thing was a message, dude. First of all, dude. the cranberries themselves. Did she die recently? She did. She died like last uh, year or something like. Yeah, she died in 2018. This is such a weird band for me because I forgot how like heavy this song was. Because some of the songs that like I remember from the cranberries much more, like "Linger" and "Dreams." Right, which those songs, yeah. especially dreams, have been is, are all so synonymous. It's such a synonymous song with like '90s movies. I think that song is really great. When I put on Zombie, I, I was just blown away. So just a little bit about Zombie by the Cranberries is a protest song by Irish alternative rock band the Cranberries, uh, written in memory of two young victims of a bombing that occurred during the Troubles, uh, Jonathan Ball and Tim Perry. It was released in September 1994 as the lead single from their second studio album, No Need to Argue, uh, two weeks ahead of the album's release. Music critics have long recognized Zombie by the Cranberries as a masterpiece of alternative rock. And uh, just a little bit about like that, you know, what they were talking about, that the conflict there was primarily political and nationalistic, fueled by historical events. Then you tell me something, Manny, about exactly kind of what happened with this part. IRA set off a bomb in the UK somewhere and two kids died because of it. So she was really, uh, like you said, like during the troubles and she was really... This pun is not intended on this. She was really troubled by it. 
So she wrote a song. She wanted to write a song about it and not to pick sides, just to kind of like tell her, you know, the kind of protest that like innocent kids are dying off of this, yeah. you know, fight that they have nothing to do with. And um, she wanted to just write about it and felt really bad about these kids. There's so much going on in this. There's like original footage in this video. There's like her with the crucifix and like kids in front of her. Um, it's powerful, man. This yeah. is a powerful video. Of course, yeah. we have the, you know, inner cut of them singing of her dressed in that like Cleopatra almost yeah. like I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. I mean, but the, like the original videos of like the soldiers stopping people in the Northern Ireland, like, wow. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it was an anti-terrorist song, but like I said, like she, she wasn't really trying to choose sides. She was just trying to bring to light that there are innocents in this all. And yeah. everybody is, uh, needs to take notice. She has such a powerful voice. You know, I don't think they'll be a singer like her, I think, ever again. And the Cranberries are such a different type of band. But I always said, I kept saying, and I kept thinking as I was watching it, like even the music was so heavy. And I forgot sometimes how heavy a rock band can be, but not be metal. Because for me, I'm a heavy metal fan. And, and there aren't that many hard rock bands that I would listen to. But this song was like that. And I was blown away by how you know strong it was. And she has such a strong voice as well. But the images of this video were just captivating. And I feel like, though, but that's the 90s, too. A lot of the times that, like, you could have videos that capture these moments in the 90s because um, I'm reminded of that video by Blind Melon with the pictures of all the missing kids the entire time. Yeah, Runaway, runaway Train. train. Yeah. And I, like, you, that, that video was, was on TV all the time. You know what I mean? And yeah. I feel like this video, that video, the idea that you can have powerful messages in videos and it doesn't have to be, uh, let's say, like pretty and it doesn't have to be um, showing something like good or, you know, like this is a party or this is like good times are on the on the horizon. But like be truly kind of open and honest. It reminded me a lot of like things that we start seeing now with like Childish Gambino and like Kendrick Lamar, like raw videos about message that had messages in them you know sure it was powerful man there was like a it was a lot you mean you put a crucifix in a in a video yeah but yeah. you know you're, you're you're making a statement and like with the kid it was a lot like i said before so she said that this is the most aggressive song we'd ever we'd written by at that point like yeah. she, it was totally different you had said mentioned it yeah, totally different sound than, than what people were used to by the cranberries. Oh yeah, like yeah. she was so taken back by what happened and needed to express herself, and she yeah. did a really good job about it. Oh yeah, so. yeah. And actually, it's funny because like as I'm looking, even as like uh, information like on Wikipedia it says like the music video for Zombie uh, was banned by the BBC because of its violent images. It was also banned by the RTE, Ireland's national broadcaster. Instead, both the BBC and the RT opted to broadcast an edited version focusing on footage of the band and a live performance, a version that the Cranberries essentially disowned. Despite their efforts to maintain the original video out of view from the public, some of the initial footage prevailed, 
with scenes of children holding guns. The BBC's decision to ban the video hampered the song's success in the UK, where the song reached number 14 in the charts. I have such Stuff, a problem man. with that idea of banning things like that. You're banning truth. Like, that's what this, like, video, like, really made me think about. You know, I was just like, if you're going to ban this, like, what, you know, you're, you're, that sends enough of a message to people. Sure. You know? Of course. <laughs> it's just like, you're not allowed to see this. It's like, huh, well, now I'm going to go find that. You know, and there's no way you can ban things. It's like, like the that. best advertising you can have, right? Oh, but yeah, I love this video. I thought it was powerful it was just visually outstanding the music matched the video and i thought it was fearless and i you know but also it's so weird about like we said about the cranberries like it's the cranberries so like the other thing is like <laughs> it's a funny the, name it's such a for weird, a band like why would you name the band the cranberries but then i guess because like we know them like as a band from you know our childhood it, we never like really questioned it but now i'm thinking like that's such a weird name for a band <laughs> um, the cranberries yeah what was the other songs they sung um their other big hits were uh linger and dreams which was is really huge there's a bunch of other ones as well but i feel like linger dreams and zombie I think are the biggest hits for me, like are the most memorable songs uh, for me uh, from them. Okay. Yeah. Trying to remember how that goes. Which one? Linger. Oh, God, dude. As soon as you hear it, you'll know. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love this thing. Yeah, dude. immediately. It's just like, oh, right. Yeah, I mean, perfect songs for like 90s movies. Got it. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not zombie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what you movie you well, you know, what are you gonna put that at? Like, you know, it's a it's an intense movie you can put it on. Yeah, all right. I mean, so like, uh born killers or something. I don't know. Yeah, what a great movie. Whoo, that's a test. <laughs> that was <laughs> fucked up. That was like a four hour test. Jesus, there's that's so a, much going on around. That that's a two yeah. We got to do. We're gonna have a round table for that. Yeah. All right. On that one, it's like you test Julia Lewis, then you test uh, Woody Harrelson, then you test Rodney Dangerfield, and then we go back and test a movie. That's four. Jesus, days. man, that that was crazy. Um, yeah. yeah, and then you test the director. Wasn't that Quentin Tarantino? No, 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 no. Who was that? Um, wasn't that like Oliver Stone? Mm, that's probably what it was for. 1994. That came out. Yeah, Oliver Stone. You're right. Dan yeah. gets the five points. Right? Look at that. Tom Sizemore right. was in that film too. Quentin Tarantino was in the cast. I guess he was in the in the movie. Was he in the cast? Yeah, it says cast. Yeah, I, I remembered him in something. Yeah, yeah. dude, we got to watch that. That was a fucked up movie. That movie All right, didn't make a lot of money. Okay, sorry. Tangent. And that's a nostalgia test tangent. Yeah, if you like our tangents, you'll love all the stuff that we put on Instagram. I mean, because they're like tangents themselves. So definitely follow us on at the Nostalgia Test on Instagram. It's like we have some good stuff up there. Like, review, subscribe, and share. Yeah. Please, guys. It's the only way we keep going. Everybody finds out about us. If you like us, please yeah. review us. A good, give us a good review. Five-star review. Yeah. Pass it along. Share our uh, tangents and our oh, tests. Oh, yeah. And- Definitely share. Oh, definitely, you know, because we're doing some Instagram lives. I don't know when this will come out. I don't know how many we'll have at that point. But you can check them out on our YouTube page, but you can also check them out on Instagram. They're pretty hilarious. All right. 
So now we are moving on oh, do I, but we didn't to the last. This. Oh, we, we, we didn't rate this. Okay, let's no. rate it. We uh, I'll, I'll go first. Um, I'm definitely going to say that this is definitely nostalgic and it passes the test. I would have to say that it still has a message to this day that people should be uh, listening to. But I feel like do people actually listen to message? <laughs> I don't pro- know anymore. And protest videos because like there's so many of them uh, and there's always something, but it always yeah. has something to do relevant to the time. I still think it, it should be relevant. I think yeah. People should watch this. So, yeah, I think it definitely passes. Um, the content yeah. alone is great. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree. It passes. It also makes me want to go back and listen to the Cranberries, and I feel like I'm gonna start, you know, going through their discography, kind of like. But it's funny with bands like this, and that especially when this is gonna sound morbid, but it's it's not meant to be. But when a singer, or a member of the band, especially the singer, when the singer passes away, I'm always curious what the last album was that they were on because the music always sounds so different. There's something in there. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's, it's really weird when I, when Chris Cornell passed away, I listened to the last album that had, that he had released and it had a whole different kind of feel to it. It was funny. I didn't like Lincoln Park when they were like a thing, but when the lead singer of Lincoln Park passed away, his, I listened to their last album and it, was like totally different from everything they have ever done. Um, I think same thing with like Queen when like Freddie Mercury was putting his final album together. It's really interesting to kind of see where that goes. So I really would like to go back and listen to the Cranberries and you just kind of like hear her voice because awesome voice. Recently, uh, Revival by Eminem uh, featured a sample of this song in uh, in the song. Not that it was great. I still I kind <laughs> I kind of still like them. I'm just trying to, trying to make fetch happen, but anyways, so yeah, I, I would definitely say it passes the test. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing video. And now that brings us to our final, final and the winner is Weezer. Weezer, Buddy Holly. Now, of course this one. Of course this one. One reason only. This video itself has nostalgia in it. Oh my God. This video for people who are watching this, they forgot. Yeah, go ahead. The adults would love this because there's a nostalgia part to it. It was edited great. Yeah. So it had to win. There was, it was a video. Like you're basing this just on the video. Now, do I think the song Buddy Holly is, I just, that gets repetitive, but. Just looking at the video, I thought it was edited great. Yeah, it was a shout out to Happy Days. I used to watch Happy Days at Nick at Night. Remember Nick at Night? Um, I remember going to my uncle's house and watching Nick at Night. It was the best yeah. time when I go there because we didn't have cable. So when I went to my uncle's, I was like, "Oh shit, it's time to watch cable." I guess they cut a bunch of episodes from Happy Days and put on all the different scenes of them being at the whatever the diner or Al's Al's diner is that what it's called I don't know exactly what it's called (laughs) oh I know is it Al's diner Arnold's Arnold's right okay Arnold's Arnold's yeah so they cut up so many different things and like I think it was a -a dance-a-thon at one point because that was when Fonzie is dancing at the end Uh uh-huh because they they cut that with so many different things I thought it was it's funny. It's it's it was done well. Like they had the middle part where like it pauses the whole song and it says to be continued, 
and then like ends like as if an episode ended in the middle of like shenanigans at happy days you know yeah so yeah shenanigans shenanigans that's what you called back then dan shenanigans hey that hey. was probably that's probably a name of a uh like competitor to like hooligans or uh tgif fridays like shenanigans where you can get your burger and fries <laughs> <laughs> well in this case you get your fish which is gross yeah what is that Dude, I I guess that was supposed to be a joke. Um, on a I, side note, before you go on to something, you might want to cut this part out. There's a place called in Mineola. Do you remember that? Dude. I was like, you get burger and coke. Come. No. It was right by the train station. I don't remember anything about a train station at a certain point. Bad news, everybody. I don't think I ever saw anyone going in there and it was called and I was like, what do they have? It? It's like, I, was, I always said, it's like a burger and a bag of, and an April of Coke waiting for you <laughs> in the bathroom of mini old trade station. Yeah, if you go to, you get Come that. To then you go to the, and then you get robbed there or something. That's <laughs> Anyways, moving on. So, oh, yeah. So the guy wanted to make sure you try the fish. So that was the joke <laughs> in the beginning and the end, right? That was the beginning and the end joke. They sandwiched it between fish. <laughs> uh, this video was uh, directed by Spike Jones, you know, the guy who also helped out on Jackass. Okay. Um, which didn't he also do like I got two turntables and a microphone? Yeah, I think so. I think Spike that's Jones Spike has done Jones. a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, you know, pretty prolific. He began his career as like uh, photographing BMX riders and skateboarders, and then he became crazy into directing music and so on and so forth. He's worked as an actor. He was I wanted to do that. Sophia Coppola for a while. Mm, good way to get in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to take away from Spike Jones' uh, no. talent. No, he's really he's a really great director, and he he's knows a part of the to... Illuminati. Selling so so and so to the to the devil and. Uh, Giving up some babies. Yeah. Edit point on that one. Um, and that, <laughs> he knows how to frame. A Anyways, for a commercial break, this uh, this episode is sponsored by Lithology Brewing Company at Farmingdale, New York. It's a nano brewery. Come down on uh, <laughs> ingredients. 60% New York ingredients. <laughs> ah, edit point. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Spike Jones. Dude. Um, Sorry. You were doing effects and I interrupted. No, that, that was it. He BMX and then a uh, director and then uh, worked with Jackass, Wild Boys. Uh, did he work with the Bam Majera show? Probably that too as well. Um, <laughs> anywhere where grown men were kicking each other in the nuts, you could find Spike Jones. I wonder if he did um, Action Park. Um, it was just out. Um, yeah. Johnny Knoxville was in it. Yeah. Before the documentary Action Park, which, by the way, is phenomenal. Yeah, I got it. Class Action Park is actually what it's called, the documentary. (laughs) Seriously? Class Action Park has not paid me to say this, but that is a great documentary for those who went to Action Park. If you haven't gone to Action Park, you may not think it was great, but it was a phenomenal documentary about a fucked up water park. You could survive. It was great. I did like three times. Three times. I went there three times. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. 
Do someone Spike Jones's uh, IMDb and it says Jackass producer 2021 in pre-production. Oh man! Wow. Is Jackass nostalgic? Could it be funny now with all the like... different videos that you can see and like how quick, how crazy people are, and is it still relevant? put that to the test that's a big round table maybe that's like because i mean even watching the movies over again i mean do i want to put myself through that do i like it am i gonna hate myself afterwards i mean i don't know i don't know man but if you love this podcast and your sponsor out there we you want to tip me yeah you can email us at the nostalgia test at gmail.com that's right all right so back back to to the the, we went on a uh, another nostalgia test Hashtag Manny No Shuffle. All right. So that doesn't make any sense at this point. No. Uh, back to this Weezer video. <laughs> we're here. Sorry. I don't know where we, where we just were, actually. The problem um, is I hate this song. I've come to realize how much I hate this song. See, I don't really particularly like this song, but I like the video because of its um, yeah. technical ability. Um, the skill level, I guess it I mean, back then it was a skill level that's harder, was harder to do then than now. Like now it'd be a lot easier to edit this in, right? They did a great job green screening them. They did a great job cutting all the different episodes that featured people at Arnold's dancing, all the major characters looking at them and reacting to them, getting mad. Um, and even Fonzie dancing during like, what, like I said, what looks to be a dance-a-thon because everybody's like on the floor dying and Fonzie's doing this like leg kick thing and like they cheer for him at the end and leave and then the band leaves and they're able to speak with Arnold and like, I think I've seen the episode where they used to have a band, like didn't Richie, is that the guy's name, Richie? I think so. They had yeah. a band. That would play. So it was like they put them in there. So I thought it was great editing wise. And I understand why it won. It's a very nostalgic video for those who are voting. Because it makes you it makes the people at that age, like we were too young to really care about happy days. The only reason why I watch happy days is because I watch Nick at night a lot. But the people that were older had seen happy days, you know, if the nostalgia test podcast existed in 1994 they would have been putting happy days to the test. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dude, I'm you know what I'm saying? All the history on this. The guy that was the Al um, Molinaro, the guy who was like um, Arnold or whatever, Arnold's right driving. Yeah. He was in the actual video. Yeah, they got him to react to him. Easy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. None of it was done with computer graphics. The video was achieved without computer graphics, only clever camera work and editing. The video that was great. The Buddy Holly it, video was included on the Windows 95 CD-ROM. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Yo, that's crazy. Oh, my God. Uh, I hate this song, but the video is super awesome. I mean, it's so cool to kind of see the video. At first, I was angry at it, I think, because I was just like, this is bullshit video. Look at this dumb piece of shit. But then I was like, you know what? It's a fun video. It's also very well done. I mean, but here's the thing. And I know we're not doing the category right now, but Weezer also won for breakout video. And it was in the same category as Waterfalls and Scream. 
which what? Yeah. Game one. Yeah. No, for yeah. breakout video against yeah. waterfall and screen. Yeah. I thought yeah. screen screen was like so much more break like, ahead video. of its time. Weezer won, and they were in the category with Green Day, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson for Scream, and Waterfalls. I guess if you say, if you're comparing, th- comparing it to the skill of editing, and you're saying that there was no computer graphics in this video, I understand then why give this the best. Because you had Waterfalls had that computer graphic of them turning into waterfalls, which I had no idea why that part was in it. And then you, and you had screen, which was all basically computer graphic. Yeah. Like, yeah. so that's awesome. Yeah. They did get a couple, you know, best direction, which they deserved. Um, they weren't nominated for best cinema, 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 cinematography in the video. They weren't even nominated. Say that five times. Yep. But they were, but Rolling Stones won that one. I don't know why. I mean, they were up against Boys to Men, Water Runs Dry, which, okay. Uh, <laughs> all those helicopters. Um, but it was a fun video. I really love watching it. The band themselves, I'm like over. I've never, I don't really listen to Weezer anymore. I used to listen to Pinkerton a lot. Um, and I would listen to this album, but then I just stopped listening to Weezer and I don't think I, and then never went back. The other day, someone um, told me I look like Rivers Cuomo. Was that his name? Yeah. And all because of my black glasses, I was like, "That oh, that's all you're saying? Because, like, I don't really, I don't know. My, my face is a little fat for me, for him right now. But, yeah, you don't look like Rivers Cuomo. Which is, like, if someone's saying that because of glasses, they really, I don't know what's, what's going sorry, on. Sorry, Rob. Got to call you out on that. You're the first person <laughs> I ever said it. That's a random thing. It's like, hey, bro, hey, you know you look like? Rivers Cuomo. I did. I was once time compared to like uh, Chris Kattan, but that was like when I was really younger and I had I had weighed like one thirty five, ah. like you know, yeah, beginning of, beginning of college. Um, but anyways, so here we go. I don't even know what we said about this video. I mean, um, it's just weird video because like, good luck editing this section because we went oh, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, we went on our tangent as usual. I don't think you noticed that I don't edit the <laughs> man. No, you don't. No, I do. You don't. That's just funny. <laughs> you were like, you keep the mistake. You're like Mitch Hedberg in that way. Hey, keep it raw. Keep it raw, dude. Anyways. I'm watching the Rivers. I'm watching the Weezer video again. Why? It, I don't know because it's just really. <laughs> It's really weird because, like, I'm trying to look for someone in there. Like, does Ron Howard look like he's in high school? No. Oh, well, maybe. I guess he could have passed for. I don't know, man. And maybe it was a nutrition thing. I just feel like people just didn't eat right as well. Maybe they just like. Have you looked at your high school photos? No, my yearbook is not even in LA. Got it. <laughs> it's Mr. Miyagi. Did you notice Mr. Miyagi was in this? He looked really young in that shit. Yo, that was the weirdest thing. I'm like, why is Mr. Miyagi in this video? Because he was a he was a part of the show. Happy Days. He was a part of the show. Yes. What yes. Part was he? He's a character in the show. Oh man, it has to be racist, probably, right? Um, yeah, I'm sure, Dan. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure Dan. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god. Um, uh, guarantee he had an accent, and I guarantee he said, you know. I'm guaranteeing they try to play up everything on him like a stereotype. It was just probably, you know, fucking weird. Dan, different times. All right. Uh, well, okay, here we so go. We, so we're looking at the video itself. 
The video itself. So then I'm going to say if the video itself passes the nostalgia test, it's still a really, really good video. And actually, I think it's more than skillful. I think like you look at that video and I feel like I would rewatch the video. I'm not really crazy about the song. I, I really don't like the song and I really don't like Weezer. But the video itself, it's for me, undeniably a good video still. Yeah, I agree. Uh, definitely skillful. Editing was phenomenal. Um, uh, every time you look at it, you could see like them playing with the characters and how they cut it all in. Uh, so it's great. I think it's great. I think if you haven't seen this video, you should see it and yeah. just like watch them interact with, yeah. you know, the different cuts yeah. um, that they put in and to make it look like that they're actually there. So I, th I thought it was great, and it's even better to know that there wa wasn't any um, computer graphics. Yeah, that's pretty cool. A lot. I feel like a lot of things that you and I like is like almost all practical effects or just something in there, especially you know, Ninja Turtles, all that stuff. Yeah, I uh, found out reason why I even love um, Elf recently mm. uh, because a lot of it was all practical effects as well, and now I understand why it like chimed in more because uh, wow. you didn't get. You know, you got to watch the making of that I know, I got to see that. Crazy. I got to see that. Uh, so you say it passes. Now, I guess the big question is, Manny, do you feel like that the right video won the 1995 VMA for best alternative video? I got to say yes. Okay. Because of the skill level of the video. Yeah. I would argue that either Basket Case or Zombie are a better song. Yeah. I, I agree. It, it pains me to say that I think the right video won and it's Weezer just because it's Weezer. Um, I guess I would rather have seen Zombie win, uh, but I could see why Weezer won and I guess it's the right choice. I guess I just, I don't know, like I, watching this video, the Weezer video, like brought up so much, I don't know why, like just distaste for Weezer. I just hate that <laughs> song. I just hate that song. It's just so stupid. I don't know. But, I don't know if I like that many of their songs, so... Yeah. yeah. All right. Wow, we Guys, thanks for sticking out. Again, if this is your first time, please like, subscribe, share. Uh, yeah. Sign up for our newsletter. Dan loves to send out that newsletter, loves to have a new person on that emailing list. Yes. So, You'll get so. quotes from the fucking, from the episode, which are always really funny. I think one of my favorite quotes from previous episodes <laughs> was the one uh, about the animal. Uh, we did the TV toy commercials. When you said, when does the claws come out of the animal? And then I said, <laughs> when it gets hard. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, man, that's what she said. Oh, oh God. But yeah, th I mean, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Nostalgia Test and on Twitter, Nostalgia Test. And go to our website, thenostalgiatest.com. Sign up for the mailing list, suggest a test, and we'll see you in the next Later. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please subscribe to the Nostalgia Test podcast to know when new episodes drop. Don't forget to leave us five stars and a positive review so more people can find the podcast. Share your thoughts and memories on today's topic on our Twitter at Nostalgia Test and on Instagram at The Nostalgia Test. Tune in next time because you never know what pop culture will pop up on The Nostalgia Test. <laughs>